is clear. The storage room is clear. The hall is clear. We're up. How much time do we have? More than 10 minutes and we're inviting problems. Any issues with the drift? Nothing significant. Okay. The next letter Wait. is... What? Do you hear something? You were right. About what? We should tell them. If this is how it's going to be, then we should use the time we have. You said the mobile VHD masks in intervals. I'm clocking my iris to heat signatures and patching the feedback. You talk, I'll scan. TikTok version. The last drift was three days ago. Estrom and her daughter were murdered. We didn't do it. Tully has accused us, said he has proof. No one has seen it. Our pod seems safe, but we haven't been back since, just in case. In case they're waiting for us to show ourselves. There are warrants, bounties. We are looking for Emirate Co., hoping he has some answers, hoping he can help. If... What are you doing? To the people who loved Miranda and Beverly... Stop. We... I don't do that. I'm so sorry. We didn't murder them, but their death, it's my fault. Stop. Stop. Estrom walked the walk. She knew what she was getting herself into better than we did. And her daughter? I lured her there. That's how they found her. Maybe. But to get what they wanted, to send the message that they were going to get what they wanted one way or another... They probably would have done it anyway. I don't need you to save me. Good. Because I can't. We both need to get our heads right about what's going on. Getting to tomorrow, shit, the next minute, is all that matters. You think a catered pity party helps us do that? If so, then shit, we can put our regrets to music and hum our way to freedom. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got mud on my shoes, my name's in the news, playing games but I don't know the rules, and my baby, she out here singing the blues. <laughs> oh my God, freestyle quality, but I'm sure you wrote that. I got mics beating haste, got fear I can taste, till they trying to hold me in a cold embrace. And my baby, she out here with time to wait. I love you. I'm sorry. Stay here. Fuck that. What are you doing? Fuck that. Don't shoot. It's a rat. It's a rat. Are you sure? Heat signature. I'm sure. <laughs> Your responses to danger is something we are going to talk about. <laughs> I'm trying. What? There's a joke there. I don't know what it is, but it's funny. You singing them rats like the Pied Piper because you can't sing. <laughs> ah. Oh, no, this is normal. <laughs> we haven't found him. 
we aren't going to talk about where we've looked or where we're going next, but we don't know. We just don't know. We didn't feel safe enough to load a letter until now. Till Shane got all of the portables trustworthy. And that's the now. Catchy. What? And that's the now. That a catchphrase you work shopping? No, I wouldn't want to step on your toes. I don't have a catchphrase. You would if you could think of a good one. Letter. Desmond. Okay. Day of mourning. That's how the protesters framed it yesterday. In a time of social distancing, they idled 200 cars in front of Mitch McConnell's D.C. spot. They twined past the Capitol building and were on their way to the White House. On a broad brick path, they laid out mock body bags. Masked protesters carried signs saying, The president lies, people die. It's one of many planned for the week. The governor of Georgia had to apologize for a graph his administration provided that indicated falsely that cases in the state were on the decline. They manipulated one axis intentionally so that people would feel more comfortable spending, consuming, infecting. The same dotard who claimed more than a month after the fact that he was only just aware that the spread of the virus could be asymptomatic. The same unscrupulous son of a bitch who stole the election that gave him the power to put his state at risk in the first place. What will it take? An apology? Can set you free of what we all can see with our eyes? A simple my bad? A reporter told Agent Orange that the U.S. has 30% of the world's cases and only 4% of the global population. They asked him what he would have done differently. He said, well, nothing. Nothing. And that's exactly what happened after he said it. Nothing. Nothing. It's like we're all on a plane and we know the pilot is drunk. People are hurt. They need oxygen and help, but the pilot won't let the flight attendants near us because he's afraid of how it will look when he lands, that his passengers needed that kind of assistance. So he lies to the passengers. He lies to the control tower. Somehow, he's not concerned. People are dying on the plane. Men, women, children. The wings are dipping in and out of storm clouds, weaving through occupied airlines. Half the people are screaming. The other half are calling them pussies. Triggered. What are they worried about? Haven't you ever flown before? Don't you know what turbulence is? One of the engines goes out. The pressure in the cabin drops. Pilot is on the speakers, but we can barely hear him over the roar of unharnessed wind. Folks, don't believe the rising gorge in your throat or that weightless pit in your gut. That's the media lying. Lying. The second engine fails and we're in almost total freefall. Some of the passengers start to notice that the ones who are suffocating, the ones whose limp limbs are tossed on every violent eddy while strapped into their seat are black. At least most of them. So they stop caring. They turn their movie back on and shove their headphones into their skulls. Recline their seat back into the lap of a dead child. They don't have to hear complain anymore. They believe the pilot more than they believe the flames outside their window. The speaker scratches back on. Folks, 
Everything is fine, and if it wasn't, we have plenty of seatbelts. If you tighten them, it'll help you breathe. Like how light in the body kills disease. This, same thing. Common sense. And parachutes, let me tell you. We have the best parachutes in the world. Not that anyone will need them. And then you can't hear anything. Because there's a suction tearing bolted seats loose and sending the attendants whooshing through a hole somewhere we can't see. The attendants who defended the pilot. Who told us everything was going to be okay. We look outside and we can see a man in uniform wafting like a leaf tethered to a chute and in the vacuum we can hear his voice scratchy still over the speakers i always said always there's only one person to blame for this united as we meteor toward the mountain some of us pray some of us yell some of us shake our head in disbelief and some of us keep watching the movie deaf and blind confident of how it will all end. Helen. Helen is becoming mute. The only person she speaks to now is Harrison, and usually only when they're alone. On the outside, Randy seems to have come to terms with this abandonment. But I see her stealing glances. I can hear her heart wishing for the love she was promised. From father and mother both. Shane has kept her laughing or yelling, and it doesn't seem to matter which, in the moment. That's the language of best friends. But none of us are a replacement for her parents. I'm worried about Roderick. We haven't heard from him, and we should have. The cases in New York are ebbing, but people are still dying. Dying all the time. I wish I had answers to her questions. I wish I had answers to my own. I wish. So many things. I love you. The men of your family, they have such heart. Jude was the best of us. I think he'd say the same about you. He was wrong about that. I know what you're thinking. So you are psychic. I don't remember this. This letter wasn't some kind of trigger. Okay. Then the next one. Not today. What is that? I don't know, but it's not safe. There it is. There what is? Your catchphrase. <laughs>